0: Hello and welcome to Dvorak Horowitz Unplugged, an hour-long discussion of activity in the financial markets around the world, featuring columnist John C. Dvorak and money manager Andrew Horowitz. This conversation is casual and unrehearsed. Let's join John and Andrew now.
1: I'm John C. Dvorak. And I'm Andrew Horowitz. And here it is, Election Day 2022, November 8th.
0: Are you fully engrossed? You got it in the background, on the screen, watching what's going on?
1: No, they, they, I I wait until the results start coming in from the Midwest, at least.
0: You know, CNN has some, uh, uh, let me start that again. CNN has coverage, <laughs> there's no modifiers to that, of the election. And, and they do, they're pretty intense about it, right? And this guy, John, he gets on the maps and he says, you know, the whole time, all he says is, it's early, it doesn't count. Don't worry about what's saying. It's early in the evening. I'm like, what are you even telling anybody about this for? If it's so early in the evening, it doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty ludicrous.
0: And then the other thing is, which is in, I find very interesting, is they give you all these things like, look at this one's ahead and that one. And they tell you very openly that the write-in and early votes are primarily from Democrats. They want to get their votes in, I guess. And that the Republicans well, wait for the day of the, a lot of the election? Democrats can't
1: remember what day the vote, so they just mail it in.
0: Well, I think they're afraid of the—the uh, the, the Republicans are not too happy about the potential for tampering and worrying about the—you know, that, that their vote will be counted incorrectly.
1: Yeah. Well, they got a lot of lawyers out this time.
0: So do you think that there's going to be—whether it's a sweep, whether it's a wave, whether it's a wobble, whatever you want to call it, is there going to be— a pickup in the senate by a republican to tilt it and the same thing in the house?
1: Well, I think the house for sure. Uh and I, I actually honestly think the senate will switch. It only takes 2 or 3 votes. It's, I mean, 2 or 3 people. It's not a massive change. It's like even right now 50-50, so it wouldn't take much. And there's no reason to recommend a senate. I mean, you know, they haven't done jack for the last 2 years. Yeah,
0: exactly. So, um, with that, there's been a lot of anticipation going into this because, unlike the, you know, Super Bowl or maybe even the, uh, the, the World Series, or any other sporting event that supposedly calls what the market's going to do for the next year, the elections, the midterms in particular, are an important point of time. Seems that there is a seasonality that goes along with that, and we'll go through that. But one of the things that is important is markets like split government. They, or put it differently, they, they like when the government doesn't do as much as they want to do.
1: Because they usually... Well, up. I think the public at large should like that.
0: Yeah, everybody likes that.
1: I used to work for the government for a long time Uh out of college because there's nothing else to do, but it was a great job for during the depression of the 70s. And... Um, I always made the claim that people uh, shouldn't be harping on some government workers, not doing enough or not doing this or doing that. You should be thankful they should get these jobs and they should do as little as possible.
0: <laughs> <I> sit there, <laughs> just sit
1: on the sidelines and I, I'm I, telling you, cause I've seen what happens when yeah. they really go to work. It's just, and it's not pretty.
0: They do seem to have a knack for screwing things up on a regular basis. Yeah and doing things that are unnecessary. So if they go slow, if they go slow, yeah, it's, it's okay. I have no objection with that. We had a glitch on the server, the last uh, close to the pin, maybe a little bit of a problem, but we're going to give away the oh, price no. anyway. Yeah, the, the the migration that took place, uh, we went through it very carefully, and tested things out, before it went live, and there's just so many different things that go on, and some of them had to do with the, the, uh, um, some of the, Do you think our winner was invalid? Uh, the, the winners is valid as it's going to be. I think some people were eliminated. So unfairly eliminated, just randomly. eliminated? <laughs> oh, just random. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: that seems to be unfair.
0: <laughs> just all of a sudden there was a lot less people. I'm like, Oh, that's not good, but we'll mm-hmm. keep doing these. I sent the shirt already. So we'll talk about who is that going to be? Um, it's all about Elon Musk, also, well, by the way, more so than ever. All Musk, all the time, got to keep him relevant. This this blue check mark hoo ha and the change from firing, and uh, there's a lot going on. The employment report we saw this week, it seems that the employment's just not going to back off too much. 3.7% unemployment rate, 260,000 new additions, which in a time when they're increasing rates and supposedly everything's slowing down so much, I don't get it.
1: You know, there's something dubious about these numbers. Maybe we're turning into China.
0: Maybe we're turning into China. What you mean by that is by the lack of uh, official, well, uh, real numbers? Yeah, that's what I mean. And you think that that may have something to do with also before the midterms?
1: Not a bad time to do it.
0: If it's If it's any time at all, it should be. So, therefore what would happen is once we have the midterms over and the republicans get in we should see the unemployment rate skyrocket and jobs fall off a cliff
1: yes collapse
0: <laughs> pretty much what that's what they want to do look and look, then a, and look. A,
1: and a redo of the previous announcements you know the old redo
0: oh yeah the updates yeah we're
1: going to adjust the, the adjust that's what they call it adjustment
0: and, and this would yeah. be of course all their fault cuz they got elected they're not they're not in office yet but because they got elected is their fault
1: well, you could try to pull that off, but I don't think anyone with any common sense would buy it.
0: Nope, I agree. In terms of the markets, we start out in November on the wrong foot. Uh, October was amazing; just a, a remarkable month. I know
1: you've been harping on this October. It's unbelievable! Uh,
0: yeah. When do you get when do you get ten to fifteen percent up in a month on no, a regular never. basis?
1: You probably won't see it again for ten years. Well,
0: you hope not, because usually that's on the heels of something awful. You get that rebound. And, uh, but we start out October, pretty in difficult situation. Last week, I think the NASDAQ was down 5%. You don't get that down. Now you have 5% in a week, compare that to four, you know, 10% up for a month. Uh, that's not so good. Half your, half your earnings are given back already. And what has happened is that more companies came out and more companies provided guidance, Apple and. Uh, of course, on the heels of the, the the horrible returns on Facebook. Tesla's falling off a cliff. So this is a big issue. And um, so that's kind of what's going on with the markets. I think also what's happening with the markets is that there is this desire to sniff out who's going to run for 2024. And it looks like there's a big... Yeah, heaven
1: forbid, we wait maybe a little while to figure it out or to... Except someone announcing already.
0: Nope. Got to get ahead of it. Supposedly next week, uh, Donald Trump will be making a big announcement from...
1: He was supposed to do that last
0: night. What happened? Didn't do it. I thought it was the 15th he was supposed to do it on.
1: I was going to do something last night, too. I did some last-minute rally for one of the guys in Ohio or Pennsylvania. I don't know who it was. But they were all anticipating a... Uh, Trump announcement Well, he's...
0: I don't know why that would be. That would be stupid. You want to keep the focus on the current candidates running, don't you?
1: Not if you want to keep people's uh, eyeballs focused on your station to buy ads. Oh, no. Oh, good point. Got to think of the uh, motives here.
0: Yeah, DeSantis looks like he won in Florida, so did Marco Rubio.
1: And that was a sh- that's a shock to anybody? Nope.
0: The interesting thing is that now you know that Trump has something up his sleeve because he's starting to create a new name for DeSantis. Like, (laughs) what
1: was his name? I didn't know this. What's he got a name? What's DeSantis' nickname?
0: Oh, uh, wait, wait. DeSantis. A little pounding on the keyboard there. Uh, Let's see. DeSantis. Let's see. Uh, Ron DeSanctimonious.
1: Oh, he is quite sanctimonious. That's a good catch,
0: Ron the Sanctimonious. That's his name.
1: <laughs> Ron the <De> Sanctimonious. <laughs> it's too That's long. It's not bad. It's too long. He could have been a writer. <laughs> no, it is too long for the for the quick quips. Not like Little Marco, which uh, was Sleepy Rubio's. Joe or Sleepy Joe is the best. Yeah,
0: the the, the uh, it's too much.
1: What was Hillary? Hillary Crooked Hillary. These are all bang bang bang. Yeah, the other one. This is a bit long, but it's good.
0: I'll come up with another one. Um, China's stock market, just obliterated. It rallied really hard after all that we've seen. There's these big false hopes that are going on, this idea that they're going to have a big reopening or not not so much reopening, they're going to lift How about having the just,
1: just staying open?
0: <laughs> That'd be nice, right? The restaurant does better when the doors are open for business. But in China, there was this talk about how they were relaxing some things in Macau, and there was this trend to relaxing, and maybe this COVID zero or the zero COVID policy isn't going to be uh, as strict. Well, they squashed that pretty good this weekend. You know, I was having a discussion at dinner the other night about China and this disc- and, and this idea that TikTok in China is monitored, and children under a certain age aren't allowed to be watching and utilizing TikTok for more than, let's say it's four hours per day, which still seems like a lot. Supposedly. Whatever the number is, okay? And I started thinking, maybe they know something in China that we don't. China, the company called ByteDance owns TikTok and its creation out of China. And of course, we know that the coronavirus was a creation of something, maybe not purposefully, but out of China. And they don't allow their children to be exposed to TikTok, which probably melts their minds for people over time. And they're probably doing some kind of subliminal advertising and other kinds of things in there. Maybe even some some hypnotic suggestions in there. And people have to be very careful and lock down and mask up constantly in China. Maybe they know something we don't know about the things that that were created there.
1: Well, you get that impression by the way they're acting.
0: Do you think they'll ever, do you think China will ever go back to whatever normal is, but quasi normal?
1: I have no idea what they're up to. The whole thing is nuts.
0: It is unbelievable. Are they the only country with this level of, they're the only country, right? With this level of. I
1: believe so. I think Australia tried it a little for a little while and other people have toyed with it, but no one's gotten this crazy.
0: We're talking. We're going on three years, three yeah. years. How long was the pandemic? The, the Spanish flu.
1: About the same length. Three years. Yeah. Hmm. The difference. It's almost. It's almost this identical uh, if you look at the way that it played out. And they even had a vaccine back in the day that people forgot about. And the mask didn't work. The it were, didn't work. No. They all masks mass big deal with the masks. Yeah, know, same thing. It was almost like a shirt. identical. It was like a cotton what? shirt.
0: They put like a cotton shirt over their yeah, face.
1: Yeah. Well, yes, they didn't have the mask technology that we have today, and so far <laughs> as the paper products are concerned, but pretty much the same. And there are steep fines, and people got scolded and beaten up for not wearing a mask and this and that. Very similar.
0: Maybe one day we're going to look back and say, my God, those silly people wearing those paper masks.
1: Well, I still keep seeing them around here. I was at the bank yesterday, and there's a some old codger comes in wearing a mask, you know, this, some paper mask. I'm thinking, what's, he, what's going on with that guy?
0: Some people, those people, I, I have a, for anybody listening that puts a mask on when you're driving alone in the car. <laughs> that's a classic. But I found something. That went on from day one. I found something that really works. If you wrap your face in saran wrap when you're driving on your own, you're sure not to get any kind of illness. Yeah, well, that's probably true. One other market update that's really fascinating that we're going to have to delve into tonight is what's going on with FTX and cryptos. Let's do a quick crypto check because things are not happy in crypto land.
1: All oh, these companies like this FTXs.
0: Bitcoin is at 18,366. Ethereum at 1,321. Uh, downed considerably on the day
1: Yeah, they're down, but I'm surprised they're as high as they are.
0: They were down 20% at one point today. Yeah. Pretty bad. Okay, let's talk about what's going on in the markets. Right now, we saw that the, as we talked about in October, and some follow-through into November with the Dow now, not the the NASDAQ, and to a lesser degree, the S&P 500. I had a really interesting discussion this week on my podcast, The Disciplined Investor, with Frank Curzio. We talked about earnings and where they're going and what, multiples are and how is it possible that we're seeing the numbers that we're seeing. There was a lot of things that we, we looked at very closely. Trend tracker. Definitely a
1: show. Definitely a show. Everyone should listen to.
0: Yeah. This was a good show. Frank's Frank's a very, when I say fast talker, he talks fast.
1: Yeah. I know the type.
0: Very fast. And (laughs) yeah, you have to put it on half speed to listen to him sometimes. Uh, Trend tracker. They said that um, S&P earnings are up 2.2% year over year in quarter three. So from a year ago to now, 2, 2.2%. And now expected to fall 1% in the fourth quarter. So next quarter, fact set said that. Now on Jan- June 30th, the estimated earnings growth for quarter four was 9.1%. By September, the estimated earnings had fallen to 3.9%. And then today, so we're talking about a month and a month and a week later, the estimates have declined to 1%. So we're talking about a tremendous change in analyst expectations for earnings, from up nine percent to now negative one percent. Negative one. Negative one percent. Okay. Earnings are expected to return to growth in Q1, accelerate through 2023, because that's how it always goes, right? Coming in at about five percent growth for the year, down from what was ten percent compared to a year ago or, or the year ago period. Uh, on the on the analyst expectations now that is easily done because if you think about it if you reduce your earnings down substantially the year ago period comparison gets easier so if if I'm gonna make fifty dollars and let's say that I have no growth and I make fifty dollars a year from now but now all of a sudden I cut down my earnings currently to twenty five dollars and so take a big hit but I stay at $50 as my estimate for a year later. It's hundred percent growth. Yeah. So that's some of the math that goes on in this charade that's going charade, on. Charade, right Char- word. Charade. Uh, estimates for 2023 seem likely to come down further when companies will give initial guidance for the year with Q4 results. Now we saw tonight, for example, companies just cliff diving you had a firm, which is the buy now, pay in later, which was very popular for a while. They did a, tremendous deal back in the day with Peloton, which really brought them to the, the height of where they were. Well, nobody's buying the Pelotons anymore and people are reneging on their buy now, pay later, zero financing deal. Interest yeah, rates have gone much higher and it's harder for them to get money at a cheap rate. They're losing I money. Left that
1: company was dubious, crazy
0: stuff, crazy stuff. Let me give you free money. And Amazon's like, yeah, a firm you want to come in and you want to finance the purchase Give us the money ahead of time, and then you take on the the the, the risk. Let's go, <laughs> right? Wouldn't you? Yeah. Why not? Why not? So, um, there's a chart that I wanted to share with you because this is the stock. Uh, this is uh, let me see what I want to look at here. These are backwards. I don't know how that's possible. Earnings slowing. Look at the first one, which says stock trends midterms, which really means earnings slowing. These are backwards somehow. I don't know how I did that. But um, if you look at this, this is the, the S&P 500, the uh, quarterly earnings. Let me put this in the chat here. There you go. Look where we were way back in the beginning of 2022. There was supposed to be 9% earnings growth. And we've come down dramatically every single month. Right with the Q4 earnings, yeah, it looks
1: like a roller coaster slide.
0: Yeah, it's all the way down to negative one percent for the fourth quarter. Yeah. So the companies that reported over the last several weeks, and then the, the news from Apple, which doesn't see, it hurts the stock, but not much with Foxconn being shut down for a, a while and production of the iPhone Max a problem. The uh, the the truth is that we're seeing a lot of growth slowing, a lot of concerns by companies, and the the, the unbelievable thing is that analysts usually get all this wrong anyway. They usually go too much to one side versus the other. The problem is they're correcting right now.
1: Yes, yeah, so that screws up
0: everybody. Yeah. But according to historical trends, here's the good news to all this. That during years of midterm elections, which is where we are now, uh, it's it's more... There's, there's a, happier, a happier investor because you have gridlock, potentially. And so you have two things going on. You have the, the historical trends during midterm elections. Somehow that year, I guess, after the initial new president or president comes in and they go through their agenda and they flush it all out in the first year or so, right? And then right now with gridlock potentially on Capitol Hill, that would be supportive of risk assets, because being forced to compromise serves to the moderate, more extreme inclinations of each party and more stable policy backdrop for investors. And the data does support this. So U.S. equities have averaged annual gains of 12.9% when the president has had to contend with a split Congress. And that compares to a increase of 6.7% on average over the years when a Democratic president has controlled both chambers.
1: Yeah, you don't want that.
0: No. So there's a there's a, there's a double... Double whammy chart here. This one has this
1: is, it harkens back to my earlier comment about you don't want the government doing anything.
0: Yes, that's correct. Do the, you, you remember there is a there is a hedge fund or there is a mutual fund that invests when th- it takes all this money and goes to cash when Congress is is in session, and it invests fully. When Congress is out of session,
1: <laughs> I don't remember this, but this <laughs> funny idea. <laughs>
0: Makes sense. <laughs> We're all in. <laughs> so here is a chart, a table, or a chart uh, that shows the S and change one year after midterm elections. And you look when you have pretty much in almost every case a decent run. Yeah. For some reason I'm noticed they
1: have Democrats and Republicans separated here. Yeah, for some reason, this chart has H.W. Bush as a Democrat. What do you think that is?
0: Wasn't he a Democrat? (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
1: Well, he acted like one, but he wasn't.
0: W. Bush won. W. Bush, that's right. Obama, Obama, Trump. Huh. Yeah. A little color issue there.
1: Yeah, I'd say. And, And Clinton was more of a Republican than he was a Democrat. So this should be pink, too. But that's okay.
0: Well, point, point is that there is a significant amount of upside opportunity on a seasonal basis. Now, there's a lot of things going on right here that that happens uh, one year after the midterm. So it's usually a good spate of, of time. Then you have uh, the average S&P 500 change in midterm years. Percent change is a midterm year now. So we're here. But when we break from, you notice it, we come down into October, which is what happened, right? And in October, we see a big rally which is what happened, by the way, and this is in midterms. And then uh, it Democratic presidents seem to have the edge. Now, if, in fact, the chart on the left is including Bush in that, that's probably the extra edge. Could be.
1: But they, they have an edge in certain situations anyway because they uh, initiate certain kinds of spending, start wars, do stuff like that that's all moneymakers. Um.
0: Who's this? Democrats? That that didn't surprise
1: me. Yeah, Democrats.
0: And the Republicans cut down on the spending and end the wars.
1: Yeah, yeah, which is not good. I mean, it's good good. for peace and it's good for the world. It's good for everybody. But it's not necessarily as good for the market.
0: Now, how how much um, involvement have you had? Because I know you don't really follow or you don't really spend a lot of time on Twitter. But- You've been following this whole $8 per month blue checkmark thing?
1: Yeah. yeah it's $4.99 for me. Why for you? $4.99. So, Why is it? Yes, for, wait, wait, the, wait. Would,
0: reel this back. Wait a second. Why is it $4.99 for you?
1: It's, it turns out to be $4.99 for most people. That $8 thing, I don't know what that is. Um, I'm just saying.
0: But isn't what was the, the whole point of the checkmark? Let's, let's reel this backwards a little bit.
1: Well, the check mark, yeah, well, this is, yeah, we could go over this if you want. I should mention that the last No Agenda show we had, and I give Adam credit for this. He did a deconstruction on what's, what is Musk up to? Oh. And it's stunning. And nobody else's is, is ha- I mean, it, it's all right out of Musk's mouth. It, it, he had a recording of his, of a presentation to uh, investors and, uh, he explains what he's doing and it's got nothing to do with anybody's thinks so we'll start with that hmm. uh, um what
0: a great tease for no agenda no agenda you can find on any great <laughs> podcast uh, repository the you can great it tease for last show last yeah. show uh, yeah good point um but you have uh Thursdays and Sundays at 2 pm live or you could just pick it up you know on any podcast app
1: so I don't know what the deal is the 499 thing but that's what it is I'm gonna subscribe because it's cheap enough and eight bucks is too high. And um uh, but he keeps using eight bucks as his uh benchmark.
0: You think there was that advertising thing like oh eight dollars is not ten, it's nine's close to ten, so eight dollars. I mean it's possible it's like that sale, this is all test Penny. marketing
1: I is another guy, you know, somebody who's else might get two ninety nine, somebody else might get ten. I, I have no idea. That's but curious. you can do that sort of test marketing legally.
0: Well the Now they were waiting until after the election for the $8. Then there was job cuts, massive headcount reduction, like 3,600 people were being laid off. Then a couple of days later, it's like, hey, you know what? Uh, Maybe we went overboard or we want some of you back. I mean, I don't understand what's going on. Here's the thing. It seems like he's walking around and having these moments where he's like, how can I do something that would be really great and just does it without thinking about it? And then walks it back and then comes back on it. I mean, I, I don't get it. Is it the I think the reporting
1: is, is just piss poor and you're not getting, you're not, what you're not getting is, is the good information. You don't know what, because the, they're not telling us anything accurately.
0: So the, the, the thing about um, Musk was, Hey, we want free speech. Anybody can say what they're going to say, you know, aside from horrendous things. Right. And then, and he, you know, he he's he's a he's a guy that calls this guy P, a pedo. He does, you know, he's all he's doing all sorts of really weird stuff, right? And um, he now has a big warning: imposters will get banned for life. So people were changing yeah, their you've name. Already
1: done that to a number of people.
0: People were changing their name to Elon Musk. With yeah, that had and the then they get a, a kick. You do that. Why don't you try it and see what happens? Yeah, not good. So fake news and hate is okay, but. Just don't. Pose no, that's in.
1: not okay either. He says very clearly in his, uh, and address to a bunch of investors who are in already that nothing's changed. They haven't changed except for this recent thing where you get banned for life if you imitate him. Uh, the the moderation has not changed at all, and I haven't noticed any differences.
0: So then, advertisers we're thinking that there's something changed or they're worried about something or maybe they're worried. Yeah, Well, that's all maybe propaganda
1: that, that of the Trump, of the Musk haters, the left wingers who just have their way with this, with the site. They're not going to be able to do that anymore, but there's more to it than that. It's a very complicated thing. It's no, I get not, it. I get it.
0: Advertisers were yeah. pulling out. Musk says, you know, Oh my gosh, we're losing $4 million a day now, you know, with all these advertisers pulling out and uh, which is pretty amazing that you have a few people pull out and then you start losing money like crazy But I don't know. It's very annoying that it's just, it's, it's your, any news source that you go look at, I don't care which one it is, unless you're just looking at, you know, news on pets or something like that, is littered with the daily gyrations of Elon Musk. Has he become the most important man in American finance or something? It's like Trump.
1: I mean, the media is the one who made Trump president. Uh, they would cover him to an extreme because they found some entertain or they, they there was some indication that the public, or they they imagined it, uh, that the public was so enamored with Trump that they had to they couldn't get enough news about him, and so they started making stuff up
0: and they just kept on going. Yeah, no, they writing. just they're still doing it. It's uh. The world when we got social media and the need for the old school media to try to keep ahead of it all and what that created is just terrible. I don't know if it's that plain and simple. Clearly not. Well, the
1: old media was dumb. They didn't see television as a threat, and then they didn't see this as a threat, and they just went on along the merry way, which was extremely disappointing if you think about it because the media is supposed to tell us what's going on, and apparently they had no clue what was going on because it all happened
0: to them. No clue at all. And have they, have they, have they learned from their mistakes? No, not at all. It seems like they're still clueless. Same exact thing that goes on and on. Well, speaking about the same exact thing, we've seen that, of course, that there was a breakdown in the a- area of crypto and that really, you know, what I find fascinating about the crypto experience that we're seeing right now is that there was a great idea that was created for this decentralized finance that was semi-private in the beginning, right? It was supposed to be private and it was untraceable and it was free from the shackles of government taking away and... and and, and um Really, uh, having financial freedom—that—that that was the whole thing, right? Wasn't it? it?
1: Was one of the sales pitches, yes.
0: Yeah. And and it was just always up, and it was always available. It was going to create uh, 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 this 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 frictionless society of payments and all this, and it got totally bastardized. And when people started doing all these very funky math algos on it and creating these products on products on products on products and leveraging them and then doing things like issuing these extra coins that were worthless and using them for for basically collateral on deals things got crazy and what happened was we saw these these altcoins or these stablecoins in that same genre that were paying you know 8 10 15% but they were nothing more than just these not even paper promises these these hollow promises that were built and leveraged and re-leveraged and re-leveraged, very similar to what happened in the housing crisis back in the day. And lo and behold, these various ones, the Celsius and, 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 and uh, others that went under, they were absorbed by a gentleman named Sam Bankman Freed, or as we call him, Sam Bankman fried right now, because he came in with all this money out of nowhere and basically became the second largest overall uh, exchange next to Binance. Uh, enormous international exposure. And over the last few days, what happened was they created this unit. Well, over time, not, not, let me just go backwards. They, they created this unit, the special uh, tokens that were available. They sold a piece to Binance. And then there was something that went on, and who knows what the real story is. Bottom line is Binance, the CEO, said, hey, you know what? We're going to be selling this coin. This coin started nosediving. That's all the coin that financed uh, FTX. Sam Bankman-Fried, the guy that was rescuing everybody, now goes into full-on panic mode, comes with the old, we're very solvent, everything is fine, don't worry about it. Two days ago, or yesterday, whenever it was. And now today has to go crawling to Binance to have them uh, buy their international division because of liquidity problems. This is the guy that was called the J.P. Morgan of the day. Guy has a 94%, hundreds of billions of dollars he was worth, or or, or maybe even hundreds, uh, tens of billions of dollars he was worth. He was worth a lot of money, this guy. 94% of wealth wiped out in like days, days.
1: Well, this company is a Bahamanan, Bahamanan, Bahama, my name is Bahamian. It's from Bahamas uh-huh. and Antigua and Barbuda, uh, headquartered in Bahamas.
0: Why? How is this not a red flag for investors? Well, they, they had their offshore part that had to be outside the United States. So you have to go somewhere.
1: Why did it have to be outside the United States?
0: I think the international division that will trade uh, with international investors had to be outside the US. And they have a. Why? And they, I don't know, but they have a US division also. It must have to do with some laws. I don't know. I, I just know that the one that was sold was the international division.
1: Well, I can assure you that if a company is headquartered in Barbuda, that's a, probably the last company I'm would be putting any money in, just just saying.
0: I would t- Antigua also was a big one. That was a, a yeah, home Antigua, of Yeah, Antigua, same scams.
1: thing. But I just like to say Barbuda bar because it's funnier.
0: <laughs> well, what happened was this really started to send a ripple out into the rest of the crypto markets, and it just fell off a cliff. The NASDAQ and the stock exchange followed too because there was some real concern today in particular when this started rolling over hard. I mean, it rolled hard midday and things were getting just absolutely crushed. So now this liquidity scare is, you know, if you have the largest guy with supposedly tremendous liquidity that has excess capital to buy up all these other guys that are failing, failing themselves, not so good.
1: He has, this is an interesting little tidbit. Uh, in July, 2021, which is in within re- recent memory, the company FTX raised $900 million at an eighteen Billion-dollar valuation from over 60 investors, including SoftBank and Sequoia Capital.
0: Ah, the names, the usual suspects. So you you crushed. Robinhood got crushed today. Coinbase got crushed today in the stock market. MicroStrategy was down like 20-something percent. Tesla, of Mm. course. I think Tesla got rid of all his Bitcoin, I believe. I think so, too. But- this is a, this is a bad situation because I don't know if it's, I don't, I don't know if the the relevancy and the, the, the numbers could take down the financial systems or at least cause, but it
1: shouldn't, it shouldn't. If, that ha- if that happens, that's crazy,
0: but it's not good. When you have all these people that own Bitcoin for a while that were doing really well, that were just out making a lot of money and then spending it, that probably is going to be a problem, right?
1: Well, insofar as it'll, that cash flow pipe will be shut off, and so that's going to change a lot of numbers here and there, which will have a negative effect on the economy as a whole. Yep.
0: Indeed. Apple finally succumbs. Taiwan's Foxconn, Apple's – we talked about this the last couple of weeks, and then uh, yeah. Apple pretty much said, no, this is not happening. But Monday, which was yesterday, it was working to resume full production of a major plant, but they said – that the production of the iPhone 14 and the 14 Max will be problematic due to the shutdown. So they're talking both sides of the mouth here. Uh, This has been talked about a a bunch. They really didn't want to comment on it. But there is significant reduction in capacity. And they, they warn now that they would ship fewer units and customers will experience longer wait times when ordering devices. So...
1: Pretty amazing. Huh. Well, that's gonna be that that's gotta have some ripple effect.
0: So, you know, Trump is supposedly announcing something. He may be announcing that I don't know. That he's that he's uh he's going on a ski trip. Who knows what he's announcing, but something he's announcing.
1: <laughs> he's gonna announce, yeah. Now he's gonna get a new logo for his jet.
0: Yeah, something he's announcing. And we also know that there is a SPAC that invested in the true social, which is yeah. the place that Trump and uh, more conservative social media likes hang out on. And it's fallen out of favor and there's problems and they keep on delaying the vote and the financials are a mess. And there's just something not right with the whole SPAC. But bottom yeah. line is the company, which is DWAC, the symbol, moved 25% in the pre-market on Monday on news that Trump will officially announce another run as early as this month. Stock was up 62% yesterday.
1: So wait a minute, this is one I wouldn't have guessed. So this little chat room, which is what it amounts to.
0: It's a, it's a, it's a, I think it's a, I think it's a Mastodon instance. I think it might
1: be an instance, but whatever it is, just because Trump's decided to run the stock goes up. That's that's a connection. I mean, I can kind of see it, but wow, that's weird.
0: Everybody thinks that he's going to be on this and it's going to become very popular as a place to. It can't well, get any more popular. It's already known that
1: it that the pop whatever popularity it has is it can't handle. I, I it's I, I think the stock should go down. This stock. Oh my god, a, we're going to have too many people over here. It's going to collapse the system.
0: This stock has always been a simple oh I love Trump let me buy the stock I remember the stock went from like $20 to 140 in a day
1: yeah yeah you, we talked about it on the show
0: Yeah. so this is the same kind of thing here people just get all excited about it. the problem is that the, the actual stock itself has a lot of technical problems with, with the fact they can't vote for the SPAC to get it done the funding's not it's just a mess the whole thing's a mess
1: sounds like a good short now is the time. Yeah,
0: potentially, I think. So. I think so.
1: I mean, you could, it definitely has potential to get it whipsawed out just with, you know, Trump stubbing his toe.
0: <laughs> well, he's going to be on there. Uh, and, and speaking about the old is making a comeback, Benjamin Netanyahu is back. He's uh, yeah, I
1: know. Isn't that funny?
0: How many times did he come back?
1: I, well, I think this is his third. He did a comeback once years ago.
0: Did they, ever, did they ever, didn't they ever? did they find him guilty of something, of graft or something? Yeah,
1: he's guilty. He's a guilty man. <laughs> they
0: don't care. <laughs> they don't care.
1: Corruption or something. Yeah, who cares? Who cares? That is the world, isn't it? Look, they got that Lulu guy in uh, Brazil. I mean, this guy who was in jail. At least that never happened to uh, Netanyahu. It's crazy.
0: Crazy things go on in this world these days. Berkshire Hathaway came out with their earnings this weekend. They, they, they for whatever reason, feel compelled to do it on a Saturday. Is that a tradition? I think it is. Yeah, they do it on a Saturday. This way, I guess, you can be free to really dig deep into the numbers before there's a market reaction, I guess. I don't don't know. know. I don't know what the reason is. But uh, they posted a third quarter loss as the conglomerate run by billionaire Warren Buffett said it lost money on stock investments and from insurance underwriting. The net loss of $2.6 billion for the quarter. Or eighteen hundred dollars per A share compared with a profit of ten billion uh, a year earlier. But the headline was Berkshire Hathaway has twenty percent increase in operating earnings. That was the headline, and we're all sounds like one.
1: someone's trying to pump the stock.
0: I, I was scratching my head on Saturday, going, "Oh wow, look at that! That's pretty. How does that?" First, I said, how is that?" And then I started thinking, "Well, maybe you know, he's got the banks and." It's got the insurance companies. They have a pretty good run they had recently, and Apple has. It's not done so good though. But all right, I'm thinking about this. Turns out again, it they was under the headline, which is a lesson to everybody: don't just read the headlines of anything.
1: <laughs> That's the uh, modern a uh, the modern era's uh, biggest sin.
0: Yes. Uh, let's see. China, 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 stocks going crazy. They shut it down again over the weekend. Um, here's something that probably wouldn't be surprising to you. Several of China's largest medical testing companies have posted big increases in profits for the first three quarters of the year. These are the ones that have the various COVID testing.
1: Yeah, well, that's because China makes everyone take the test
0: constantly. Constantly. All you're doing is like, you. I need to take my one o'clock, my three o'clock, by 5 o'clock test. Over the past two weeks, at least six companies have reported soaring jump in earnings. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's not a surprise there on that, right? Uh, Bank of England raised rates this week by 0.75%. And I think this 0.75%, I've been thinking about this 0. 075 because we're seeing it more often now. I think the 0.75% is just like the imaginary 2% inflation target that every... Country adopted for some reason, because it was like, "Oh, we accept that. That's good." Yeah, what
1: was the reason? No one knows.
0: Nobody. It's a it's a mystery. It's a number that seemed like it was could good. Have been three and a half could have been. Could have been 1. anything. One point seven. Yeah. And then, uh, I think should point, be
1: zero. By the way, but go on.
0: That's a good point. The, uh. the, the bottom line here is that. I think seventy-five basis points is now a thing. I think it's just a thing. Well, it's become a thing
1: over the last six months. I'd I'd say
0: it has. It's it's just it's, 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 it's do that. You may, listen, uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, they were cutting taxes, sent the the pound right into the toilet. The the bonds got just eviscerated. Pension plans were screaming and freaking out. They had to come in and do an emergency buyout of of many of these bonds to keep the financial markets from imploding. Now they're reversing all that. Now they're raising rates, but they're also commenting that this may be the last time for a while as they don't want to upset the economy. This, this is England. Talk about confusing.
1: Oh, they don't know what they're doing. They have no idea. I think they spent too much time looking at us.
0: I think they're doing too, too much of that snuff. You know, that stuff that comes in the, you ever see the old movies where they have like a, you have a ring that snuff has a little box. You have a little snuff box and you take it and you, and you yeah. sp- up the nose. Have you ever done that?
1: Uh, yeah, I did. I tried it once. I think when I was in college.
0: Yeah, it's it's a rather awakening. It's a it's
1: moment. a, it's a uh, nicotine uh, hit.
0: It's a straight up your nose burn, but a very it's a it's twelve cups it of up. espresso in a moment. Yeah, it's
1: pretty much the same. Only <laughs> it's disgusting. Yeah, it's disgusting. big yeah. difference. Yeah, I don't- The espresso is disgusting too. If you sneeze it out your nose, <laughs> but generally speaking, it's okay.
0: Worst is Turkish coffee out your nose.
1: Turkish coffee's yeah it needs a lot of sugar.
0: A lot of sugar. Uh, and you gotta you gotta you could the best Turkish coffee you could chew. It's chewable.
1: Yeah, there's a, usually a bunch of chewables in the bottom
0: of it. Yeah. I uh agree. this week coming up on economics. We have CPI on Thursday. Of course, the midterms we know. Let's see what's happening with futures right now. So here we are, 945. A lot of things are going to be probably known. And by the way, I uh I am on storm alert. You know that.
1: Oh yes, yeah, so I wanted to talk about that in this show today. Yep, storm alert,
0: storm alert. You storm just alert.
1: went through a storm that you got through uh, smelling like a rose. Yes, because it went into the other side of that of the of the peninsula. Mm-hmm. But uh, this one, it looks like it's going to be throwing a bunch of junk at you.
0: This one's a little bit north, but here's the funny thing: uh, a couple of months ago, we decided we're going to take my brother-in-law for his 60th birthday up to Fort Myers Beach for a week, and that was going to be this week coming up. We rented a house and that house is no longer. Oh, wow. So so we decided, what are we going to do? Only in Florida. We decided, what are we going to do? We're going to go somewhere. We're going to want to go somewhere. What are we going to do? Oh, let's go to St. Augustine. So I am supposed to be in Uh, St. Augustine. Oh, so you're the kiss of death.
1: (laughs) 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 That's what you're trying to tell us. That's
0: true. So Friday, I'm supposed to be in St. Augustine.
1: Oh, well. I love St. Augustine. I think that's one of the prettiest cities in the country.
0: Great town. Great town. They have this really dynamite pepper called a datil pepper. D A T I L. Not grown anywhere else that I remember. And they 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 make a datil pepper honey up there that I'm going to grab some at this farmer's market. I'm going next. I think on Saturday, assuming hmm. there's no storm. But they'd the, be blown away. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so what we were talking about was uh, the storm. It's going to be. I I don't think it's going to be a big deal. So, what else do we have? Uh, University of Michigan preliminary for November. Unemployment report we talked about. Peloton is bad. Passed by that. Who cares? Uh, U.S. dollar finally seeing some movement off the never-ending pace higher, by the way. It was down 1.7% in the last few days. That's pretty good.
1: Yeah, it's better to not... It's. It's. I like where it, what it was doing, but you can Too get much. carried away. Too much. Yeah, you it's can't... Very, uh, Otherwise, we have no exports whatsoever.
0: Yeah, Hong Kong is, is having problems. They had to put tremendous amount of $389 million of currency they had to buy so, to make sure that their Hong Kong dollar would not break the peg to the U.S. dollar. Hmm. So they, they, just kept, they just keep on buying. So this is a real problem. But dollar down is going to help metals. We saw silver moving up dramatically over the last few days. Gold started moving, obviously helped Bitcoin until it didn't. And then um, technology, emerging markets, so I don't know if it's weakening was weakening because the thought, again, backed up to the election that maybe the election would somehow force the hand of uh, lacking stimulus, and therefore, if we don't have any more excess spending going on, the Fed's job is a little bit easier, and they don't have to increase rates as fast.
1: I'm looking at one of my insider lists, and I see that Elon Musk has sold about $4 billion yeah. dollars worth of Tesla.
0: Yep, that came out tonight. That did. It did. He. Uh, that's why Tesla's down so dramatically. Usually what happens after these announcements, it goes up. Because they figure he's exhausted from his selling, and he's the big whale that's selling. Hmm. Uh, one more for the road before we get to the stocks and all and talk about a few other things. Uh, the winner of the DH unplugged close to the pin. You know, there's a variety of third-party play- payment platforms. There's a PayPal, and there's, there's there's Square, and there's uh, uh, Venmo. You know all these ones, right? Most of them. So so one of the things is, is there's a law that was passed not too long ago that requires third-party payment processors to report payments to users that are greater than $600. The IRS has to be notified.
1: Six hundred bucks? Yeah, it's ludicrous. Well,
0: that's the ten ninety nine rule too. It backs up into the ten ninety nine rule.
1: Yeah, right but if, if for every transaction over six hundred bucks, yes. from those guys who do billions and billions of transactions, just flood the IRS with
0: with paper. Yeah, correct. So, what's interesting though is Zelle, is the new preferred payment platform for under the under under the table payments. How do
1: you do under the table with
0: Zelle? Because they said Zelle says that rule doesn't apply to them, because it's a bank-to-bank payment service and it uses uh, its network, uh, doesn't hold funds. Therefore, the way they interpreted this new rule, they're not a third-party payment processor.
1: Even though they are, that's all they do. Correct. That's correct. But oh, that th- won't last.
0: They're interpreting it, so a lot of people are using Zelle. Now that because they're not Zell's just not going to report on all this stuff. Hmm. Because if you go directly somehow to, from a bank, if I wire you or ACH you $1,000, that's not reported. So I think Zell says that because it is bank to bank and it isn't. Well, I think 10,000 is reported though, 10, 000, isn't it? Yeah, 10,000 is, report, is reported. 10,000 is reported. You want to report 600 bucks? It's right. dumb. It's silly. Very silly. It has to do with uh, making sure that the money is is taxed and that, that the gig economy doesn't get a free ride. But you just break it up into $250, $150, and $100. Yeah, that's what people do. Right? Yeah. Stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. All right. Uh, I mentioned earlier, John, that we were head deep in a server migration that did involve a lot more <laughs> development time. Than was anticipated. So, as listen, usual. Yeah, every, of course, no matter how much your budget is, never right, right? You ever get the feeling that developers break things just to fix them sometimes? You'd hope. I,
1: not. I wouldn't make that claim, but it it's, I don't know. Actually, I honestly don't believe that they're that insincere. I think that they know they're going to bust stuff up anyway. So, why should they do it on purpose?
0: Oh, I guess they have enough enough, enough to go, right? There's
1: enough stuff that's just going to break because they can't do the job. And so no reason to do it on purpose. So uh-huh. no, I don't believe that. Uh-huh.
0: Well, uh, we're, here's a time where we're going to ask you all the fine listeners to pitch in a little bit and help out with our server quandary and development adventure and all the things that we do for you to help out by sending in a donation. Go over to the DHM Plug website, click on the yellow button. Do this. Make sure to do this. Don't put this aside. Oh, I'll do it later because you you know you're going to forget. You're going to forget. Unless you do it right now, it's, it's all over. So you have a phone on, on you. You're listening at your computer. Just go over to dhunplug.com, Click on the button and give whatever you can give to help out the free costs and keep the thing going as long as possible. we got an announcement for the close of the pin. Uh, final stock price for Coinbase, which uh, got in on Friday because it's a lot lower now. Uh, is Simon L. Simon won a fine T-shirt, size large for Simon, and we're sending it out uh, to him as we speak. So thank you very much for participating in that, Simon. This is a game that we play. It's not a solicitation to buy or sell any security. It's not a recommendation of any kind. Nothing on the show should be considered investment advice or a recommendation. If you choose to invest in any of the stocks mentioned, you should know that it may carry risk along with the risk of a loss of principal. You should also seek out professional financial advice for your particular situation. We assume no risk, as these are not to be considered recommendations. Horowitz Company, myself, or John C. Dvorak may invest in any of the securities mentioned, and we'll disclose that on the website under the weekly stock picks section. You can go to dhunplugged.com and see all the names we discussed in this segment, along with the performance information from the date discussed, as well as any additional important disclosures. You know, only one thing I pulled off the... Uh Pulled off the list this week. Just one. Yeah, Ford. Yeah. Surprising. With all the the gyrations that we've seen. Yeah, yeah, the
1: Ford short. But your Disney
0: short is about to bank. They came out with earnings tonight and uh, saw significant losses in certain areas, really not making it up in others, and really a relatively miserable report. The thing is, everybody was all pumped up and jazzed up about the Disney Plus streaming crap. I'm still very skeptical about the numbers.
1: Yeah. I, I'm with you hundred percent. That's why I shorted it. I think that I don't think that you, I don't think they're making money on Disney plus. No,
0: no, no. And you also don't know how many people are signing up for free and are they counting them? You follow me? People I don't know.
1: Yeah, I'm following you, but I don't, I don't know what the num- answer to that question yeah, I don't, is. I
0: don't know. That, that's the point. That's the point. Nobody knows.
1: Yeah. They're not transparent. And then you have the other issues. They, in fact, the thing that indicated another reason to short, there was a Fran Drescher, who's the head of the oh. SAG-AFTRA.
0: Oh, just thinking you about know. her voice is bothering me.
1: Yeah, but she doesn't oh. really sound like that when she talks normally. That was an exaggeration of her. She does have a little bit of that, but she it's not She was the
0: that nanny. Bad. Remember the she nanny?
1: G- she gave a... Uh, uh, she was, she's had a SAG AF- after, and she praised Disney for dropping all their uh, Vax COVID uh, mandates for the company for, for all the movies and stuff they do. And I thought that was an example of them caving. I think it was a good idea, but why are they doing that? Because uh, there's, there's always something wrong with something like when something that should have happened anyway, finally happens. Why did, why did it happen? I'm always looking at the So
0: what's the point? So what does that, that, what what does that reflect? You think that employees were just bailing on them, so pressuring them? Yeah, Um. yeah,
1: yeah. And it was like they had to stop the bleeding. And the the people that are uh, gone are gone probably because there's other things to do or they may come back. But I think, yeah, exactly. Mm. It's like, why are the airlines still having so much trouble? Well, they did these mandates. The next thing you know, everyone quit. And now they have to beg them to come back, and they have to bonus them, and it's costing them money. It's a it's a money loser. And so I saw Disney that play by Disney being an example of something wrong because they had to fix it, and it's a money loser. So the Disney short, I think, is in play.
0: Well, uh, they did come up with earnings, and it was down about 7% after the close today. So you're going to see a lot of that. I think it was, uh, I think it was uh, 90, yeah, it was about 95. So you're going to be making money on that. Or maybe it was 92. Maybe it was 92. Yeah, close at 99. So it was like 92, down 8%. Uh, other winners are FEC Bancorp, which is just, uh, just, we'll just write that somewhere. Medtronic. Like Metronic. I got to look at that. That looks like it's coming down pretty good. Medtronic, we may pull. We don't have an actual number on that because we just let it sit there. Uh, Kellogg up 20%. Liberty Media, uh, just not doing much there. JP oh, like- Morgan Chase up 17% which is a buy you had on as, as a bargain, Pepsi up 6%, which I said is needed items throughout this Costco up 4%. I did. Oh, you'll be happy to know. I joined Costco. And you're always in Costco. No, no. I I always go with other people. I don't know why I just finally joined. I had a a membership. Well, you were just a tag along buyer. Yeah. (laughs) Uh Yeah. Uh, And
1: I, you know, before you go on, I'm going to tell you, I'm an executive member. That's what you want to join. Mm-hmm. And if you go shop at Costco at all, you get a check in the mail at the end of the year and edit the check is more than pays for the membership. In fact, it pays for the membership two times over yep. every year.
0: That's the way to go. The black card. Yeah, the black card. So I went over to the chickens and I saw my oh, wife. Yeah. She goes, Oh, look at that five dollars." I said, well, yeah, I got to tell you something. She goes, what? I said, John says you got to find the chicken with this characteristic and all that. And we're looking, there was two chickens. There was just two chickens there. So as I'm explaining, fortunately, she said, this one's good. Look at that. It's touching the top. Look at how big this one looks. I said, yeah, you got got this. You understand this. And I'm like, well, but, you know. And fortunately, right after that moment, the guy comes out with a tray of fresh chickens. And we found the most plump chicken that was more than pressing on the top.
1: (laughs) It's pushing off the lid. It's
0: pushing off the lid. And my wife says, that one. John would say, that one. Is the one we gotta to get. Took it home was delicious.
1: Yeah, they're good. And for five bucks, it's still five bucks at your place, right?
0: Yeah, $4.99. That's
1: gonna end. They're not gonna keep this up.
0: Yep.
1: I I think the hot dog they've decided they're gonna eat eat crap for the hot dog buck fifty forever. But this is a buck
0: fifty t- plus with a sixteen ounce drink that's refillable.
1: I know it's refillable.
0: Stay there all day.
1: Uh, and so uh well, they tell you only one refill, but uh That chicken has to go up a buck. I mean, there's no way they can keep this going. They sell too many of those things. I only have one of those chickens about once every, I used to bring them in once every couple of weeks. And, you know, they have a, they have a sameness to them. That really is, I don't know. I don't like chicken anyway. And so not a big fan, but it's a great meal for, if you bring some people over and you want to have something quick, you take the chicken out of the thing and you make it look like you did something Oh, and you make it, you know, you can fake it, fake the chicken.
0: There you go. Uh, We have a couple other winners in here. We have the four that I put up. It's up 15%. The iShares Aerospace and Defense ETF is up 14% since uh, the 19th of October. But, of course, the big winner right now is DIG, which is the ProShares Ultra Oil and Gas, up 70% since 928. That's That's the one you told me not to do. Did I say that? Well, you said it's probably not a great time for this. (laughs) I was wrong. (laughs) Uh what else we got Moderna I picked last week up 6.75 and you have Earthstone Energy which is a value player up 17% so things are looking good right now on this um I find it interesting that the shorts aren't doing any better which is it gives me a, I don't know I find it interesting I have one yeah, I've one I contrarian find- buy for this week very contrarian why? why why contrarian Yeah Silvergate Capital is the one that does a lot of lending for some of the Crypto companies, there's a bank that the- Oh,
1: so you're getting into the crypto game. Yeah. You know, okay.
0: So there's a levered crypto bank. It's down 23% today. It's down, God knows, from the high. I don't even know what the number is. Something ridiculous from Oh, the so high.
1: you're buying, you're catching the bounce.
0: We're going to see if it bounces. It's it's. A, I don't know if it's the right day or the right time, but if things calm down a little bit here, this could do a nice little number on the upside.
1: Okay, I got another one. It's probably going to go long-term, but it's a, It's. A, I played this before. Energy Transfer ET. Um,
0: what, what it's et
1: insiders are buying it up. It's cheap, at twelve bucks. Uh, I just I think it's a winner.
0: All right, let's see here. This is uh insider winner. Okay, that's JCD. Okay, that's so six twenty eight. I get all this down here, and that's going to be eleven nine, two thousand twenty two. Okay. All right. Well, that's great. Listen, everybody, uh, go over to the DH Unplugged and uh, leave a donation there. That would be very helpful. Uh, Much appreciated. Yeah, we need it. Yep. Okay. Anything else you want to say? No, that should do it. That's it. Hopefully you get through the storm. Oh, thank you very much. I'll let you know. All right. I'll speak to you next week. All right. Bye. Bye. You've been listening in on a conversation with John C. Dvorak and Andrew Horowitz. Hope to be with you again soon. Bye-bye. Now I'm not broke, but badly bent. I'm not down to my last cent, cause I got a dollar, but it's my last dollar bill. (laughs) Yes, sir. In my pockets, there's a debt. All my
1: dough is nearly spent, but I got a dollar, and it's my last dollar bill. Oh, I'd love just one more buck fortune left me by chance. Now, here's a hint I feel like a man. You can hardly tell by a glance. I don't care, no millionaire can give me the icy stack because I got a dollar, my last dollar bill.
0: Horowitz Company, Inc. is registered as an investment advisor with the state of Florida, and conducts business in other states where it is properly registered or is excluded from registration requirements. Registration does not imply any level of skill or training.